Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100% fuck yeah, join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life. We invite you to play along and get your shit together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going and at the same time, take on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. So uh, we're going to get right into it. Vern's back. Oh, feels good to be here. (laughs) And we got a guest on the show. Uh, Nicholas, what, sorry, what was your last name? I didn't even catch that. Uh, it's well, so I've been saying Beak for a very long time. I, I'm originally from Quebec, and I moved here, and it used to be Beak, but I, I gave up on that. Nope, nobody was so, able to. Really yeah, everybody. So, so it's it's been Beak for for ten, twelve years, right? So okay, awesome, Nicholas Beak, and you run Helsom. founder Helsom. Correct. How long have you been doing that for? Um, eleven years. It's holy it, shit, really? Yeah, it's it feels like a it feels like a startup because you know I, I started eleven years ago with my business partner then, and it was it was kind of before the word startup and all that stuff was hot, right? And like the, you know, the thing to do exactly, and all that you know you didn't do a startup, you you did a small business, right? Yeah, right. And it was like how do you become profitable and how do you make it work, kind of thing, right? So um, it was all bootstrap, no no investors, and we. We kind of slowly worked and kind of grinded through years just to get, you know, some clients. And, um, you know, like most business partnerships, um, or at least it, it, it was a bit of a fallout. And mm. but so four years ago, I, I bought them out and I kind of restarted. There was only three staff at the time, including myself, kind of restarted the company um, the way I wanted it to be. So most of our staff now we have 32 staff. So we've kind of really accelerated the last couple of years. Most of our staff are only have only been there for you know two three years at the very most, right? So it still feels like a startup, but yeah, it's been around for eleven years. So that's awesome. And uh, and for anybody who hasn't heard of Helsium, what do you do there? Um, we we're a payments company. So if you're a small business and you need to accept payments, whether that's a machine or online or you know web based, uh, we compete with uh, the big banks like Moneris or with. Uh, the California guys like PayPal and company. Nice. David and Goliath story. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> um, so these podcasts are about everything and nothing kind of wrapped up. And typically how it goes is we we share what's been going on over the course of the last week uh, in the context of where, where we're at and where we're going, right? Like there's always something that we're dealing with. Uh, that's been blocking us and and uh, and what have we been doing about it so in that vein uh, I would say it was just an, an open an open mic almost to to share how that's been going for everybody and, and having a new perspective and it's always cool well what I thought from listening to you last week on your show um, you know I've only really I'm, I'm 33 and I've only really been for the past couple of years kind of doing this kind of um, self-reflection and trying to figure out, you know, what are good habits and bad habits and, and, and just in terms of, you know, what, you know, what's my, how is my attitude impacting my behavior and, mm-hmm. you know, all, all this kind of 
stuff going like I was, I was stuck and I wasn't, you know, how, you know, you kind of become kind of awakened sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. And you were talking about the, the laws of attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was curious about is why is it that at this stage of our life is when we start really mm-hmm. going through that process? Like why, where was, where were the people in my life when I was, you know, young or going to school and stuff like where there, you, you kind of go down this path mm-hmm. and then you start having this hard beliefs and these processes that aren't necessarily like helpful. So how come we have to wait all the way till, till oh, this man, age? That is the question. Should, should I take it? this one? <laughs> <laughs> My own uh, unresearched uh, bullshit opinion. Um, I would just say uh, an oversimplification would be that that's completely necessary. Okay. In my opinion, like I, I feel like a lot of things that I've struggled with and dealt with in my life were like crippling. And it's like, I don't, why do I have to deal with this? You know, at the time you're caught up in it. And then you, and then I look back on it and it's like, wow, if I didn't get that perspective, mm-hmm. or if I didn't have to put in that work, or if I didn't have that downtime, uh, I wouldn't have built the grit or had the appreciation for other things that I'm now focused on or more grateful for. Right. You know? Absolutely. You also make the assumption, or I'm making the assumption that everybody goes through this process, but you know, you went through some experiences. I went through some experiences where like, it's kind of forced me to go through this process. So maybe a lot of people don't, right? So You know what? I almost think too, only again, through my eyes, I think that everybody has the chance. I think where the, if you, if there's any luck involved, it's where you're that moment where you kind of realize holy shit, when I'm still, I'm still not alone or when I'm by myself. You know what I mean? You always feel like, I always feel like I'm being watched if that sounds right, weird, but, yeah. but it's not like in a creepy way. Like I feel like I'm being watched like by myself right. or something. Right. So I think that a lot of times people either consciously or unconsciously just choose to ignore that. Right. And they, when they realize, start realizing that like, holy shit, my choices actually do impact my results. They kind of just go, yeah, yeah, that's bullshit. And then, right. you know what I mean? Like they just, that's a heavy burden for a lot of people. It's, it's a heavy burden for me. Your brain kind of goes into self-defense mode and goes, nah, I don't want to, I want to ignore that. I don't want to deal yeah, with that. Right? Absolutely. There's a term I heard on a podcast this, this week called cognitive dissonance. Okay. I'm not a brain scientist or anything, but that's over like basically where I'm at now. And then that goal over here in the future, then there's that space in between where your brain doesn't understand. Right. And then that is usually what causes people to shut down or, or just go backwards or back default into their old habits. Right. I spent uh, the last couple of weeks exploring, actually going back to my roots and, uh, and playing around with uh, the written word poetry in particular. This is something that I did when I was like 16 years old for, for a lot of different reasons. And, um, and then I collapsed, I created the story that I am actually not a good writer. At right. some point in my early teens, I, I said, I made that decision whatever that is that I don't even remember, right? It's just crazy. But then 20 years later, uh, I, I still held on to that in some measure. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I've dived into that and I, I've uh, explored it and started to create just for the sake of creating. And one of the projects that I'm taking on is, uh, is for a talk in November and it's about the, the context of restarting. Right. And to your point, we don't even realize how many times we do something and then stop right. for, for whatever reason that stops us. And then we, we carry on again, or we do a different thing and then we do that and then we stop. And then, and then again, there's a decision that's available for us and we go or uh, go a different direction or continue to go forward. And what's interesting is when I looked at my life, so I had it that I had these 
these three milestones, like significant milestones in my life. And when I looked at it and I did the work and explored it, I saw how many more interruptions that occurred in my life and, and how significant they were to, to now dictate a different direction to go in. And, and your question earlier, I mean, that is the journey. So you get to a point where you're actually ready to, to have that question answered for you. Right. Whereas before it wasn't even on your radar. It wasn't a thing that was in your existence yet uh, because of all the other things that were super significant in that, in that right. point in time. And that got really clear for me. It, Nicholas, can you think of a, a time that was really clear for you when you started to, I guess, notice what you're up to and notice how you're feeling about certain things and how things are impacting you and you started to change certain behaviors? Yeah, or? I mean, I think in terms of like, we decided to, you know, even for like, it's actually fairly recent um i've been going through quite a bit because we decided to for our marketing we want to do a vlog i'm a big believer that you know um youtube is the new tv and and if you're either have a voice on it you know we're on, we're on a podcast so there's that <laughs> there's that voice but you either have a voice out there or you don't right you don't exist right so um, we want to be the ones in our, the ones in our industry that really has that voice. So, so we're saying, okay, we're going to go down this journey and I'm so passionate about my business. Um, I really want to be the one that, that, that tells its story because I'm in the best position to do so. Right. But I, I realized I had all this baggage. Um, like it was, it was crazy in terms of like, you know, you even, you know, my wife and some friends and stuff like, we like, oh, you thought, we thought you were really like confident, you know, like you're kind of the rebel and you kind of do your thing and I don't care how I dress and I don't care about stuff like that. Right. And, but, but putting yourself in front of a camera, I was like, I, I have the, that, these thoughts like, oh, what will people in high school think if they see this video? And, <laughs> They'd be like, holy shit. Well, yeah. that, that's the thing. My, my man, I'm like, oh, they're, they're, they're probably going to be like, wow, Nicholas got jacked. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, well, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, do I have a zit or do I, you know, what's my skin look like? Do I look, am I, am I sweaty? Can, can I, and for me, like English is my second language. So there's a lot of things there where am I pronunciating? Can people understand me? I would never and, have picked up immediately. Like. There are some yeah. people that have a very strong accent and French in particular. I would never have picked that but up. But that's the thing. But in my mind, it's like huge, right? And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so I had to go through all that. And I realized I was like, oh, man, I'm carrying all this baggage. And I have all this, this bullshit that uh, is stopping me from just doing it, right? And um, I, I kind of went through a lot of stuff. And finally, I had a, a conversation with my, my wife. And I was like, do you care if I do this? Like, do you? Do you care if I make a fool of myself on the camera? And she's like, I don't care. I love you. Do whatever you want, kind of thing. And I was like, she doesn't care. Fuck everybody else, kind of thing. And I just yeah. just went for it. And that was a big moment. That was only like eleven weeks ago or something like that. And that Great. was a huge moment because I was like, and now it's been the roller coaster ever since because the self loathing kind of comes yeah, back and you know, you know the pivoting and, and things. Well, like and you don't actually uh, completely resolve it. The, no, the yeah. thing is always there to manage. And move through. You're just willing to take the first step. Yeah, it's uh, it, you, you took the step, you took the plunge, and uh, and it's into the unknown. You still don't know what's coming out. No, the other no. side. Yeah, I, I appreciate the authenticity, man, because uh, where you talked about the self-loathing and reflecting back, and all the considerations you have before you turn the camera on. Um, so having having that presence to to start doing things differently, did that just happen by accident? 
start paying attention to what you're up to or did you take some I think because or? I really wanted to um, work on my company's brand and, and the part of the brand awareness was the the video. It, it forced me there. Like it was like, I want to do video, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm scared to do video. I have all these, cause all these reasons. Res- exactly mm. not to do it, right? And all of a sudden I had to go, okay, wait a second, right? Um, right. And I did a, a similar kind of um, kind of check a few few weeks ago when I was like, okay, I'm doing it, but I'm not having fun. So why am I not having fun? Oh, that is right? a great thing to notice. Yeah. Like so so new into the process right. of of doing something that you know is important, and then grinding through it because you feel you know you have to because right. it's important, quote unquote. Nobody obviously can't see that. <laughs> um, <laughs> But then you see, you know, this thing that's there that's preventing me from from actually enjoying it. Right. Mm. And so what was that thing that had you not enjoy it at first? Uh, I think part of it was just for our format. We were really struggling to figure out what, like at first we're like, oh, we're going to do some news for our existing customers about what's what's up to. And um, then then we're like, well, our audience becomes really small then, right? It's just, Mm. just our customers. It's, we kind of want something a little bit broader, right? And then especially for just brand awareness, we're not trying to sell something. And then it got a little pitchy and we're like, okay, this isn't a place where we sell our services. And then we're like, oh, why don't we give, you know, small business advice, which I love doing, but it became a little bit too focused on that again, right? Because it's like, if you're not a small business, you don't care about, you know, advice on, on how to register or how to incorporate or things like that. So, and it was like, what am I, why am I doing this? Am I trying to prove something that like I'm a good businessman or I'm, a, I'm good to my customers? Or I'm, I think I was, tr- I was still trying to like fit an image and I'm like, nice. you know, the, the few episodes that people really enjoyed when we were just, they were unscripted and it was just, we're just going to show them a candid, genuine look at what a day in our company is like. And I was like, okay, we're, that, those were the fun ones to make. Mm. Those were the ones that we, we actually made those accidentally because we had nothing else to talk about that day. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and I was like, if I'm going to keep doing this every week, you know, 52 times a year, it better be fun to make every time. If not, I'm just going to give up. Right. Yeah. So no yeah. doubt. it'll be chopped up to a, it was a nice, nice thing to do for the time. Um, but no momentum. It's right. Exactly. It's so easy to give up. Right. Totally. I think there's some gold inside of this that, um, there's a discovery that occurs anytime you take something new on. There's ebbs and flows in, inevitably, right? And it's like your your slam poetry talk. It's these oh, things I've gone down rabbit holes, man. No, but the, <laughs> we'll the, talk about that. The title of the slam poetry is these things. They take time. Yeah. So you have to give yourself the space for that growth, right? Like people just think, okay, I'm going to do a vlog. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to love it. And then Thousand you go, followers. Yeah, yeah, you go the there, week. you start recording, you're coming up with topics and it's going to just be, it's all going to flow. Yeah. I mean, that's not how it goes. And oh then again, I think that that discovery that, Hey, this kind of sucks right now can be what stops people and has them just pull out. Yeah. And so good for you for continuing to continuing on and to see it through. Well, well looking, looking yeah. to see how do you change it do you, and honestly asking yourself do i keep, want to keep doing this mm. i don't think enough of us realize that that's an option to actually ask yourself if i want to keep doing this right. we just have it that we committed and so we're going to grind it out or how can i shift this to make it fit my world better yeah, versus sure. well this is just how it well, is look at the 20 year careers 30 year careers in an industry uh, because they had it that that was the only thing that, that right. they should have done. 
I, this was the choice that I made, and so these are the actions that I follow indefinitely. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, no, actually, you, you can make a choice, and they just had it that that wasn't an option. Right. Well, and I think there's a balance there because, like, there's there's on one side, I think I'm a big believer in success goes to those who persevere. You don't have to be the smartest. You don't have to be the most creative. You don't have to be, you know, the, the, the one kind of common trait with successful people is in whatever field they go into, not necessarily money, but just, just creative doesn't matter, right, is perseverance. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's kind of like with game theory where like the, the point of it is to stay in the game. So, you know, but then on the other side, you're, you know, you have this thing where it's like kind of sunk cost where it's like, at what point do you decide, okay, this isn't working, mm. I'm going to try something new, right? So yeah, I, I feel like they're both really good pieces of advice and I'm, sometimes I'm conflicted between the two. Oh, yeah. So you're just like, and I think maybe I'm trying to tell myself, as long as I'm enjoying it, then just stick with it, right? When you stop enjoying it, then figure out if you can adjust or do something else. That's, right? a, that's a key yeah. variable. So am I having... Am I feeling good or am I feeling bad about something? And if I'm feeling bad about something, regardless of the of the next level of emotion I want to define it, it doesn't matter. In the end, you're, you're you're not feeling good about it. So, how what choices do you make to shift it back into feeling good? And the minute you feel good about it, well, that's perfect. It, that, that's the only measure of uh, of assessment that you, that we really need to do. Yeah. We like to complicate things and, and add, you know, 10, 20, 30 layers on top of it to justify and rationalize. And yeah, well, mine's always, am I doing this right? Yeah. And what does that even mean? And who, yeah. who, who's to what's say What's the measure what? of right? right? That's right. Yeah. What's the measure of right? And my question is always, am I doing this right? And maybe that's my unanswerable question. Well, and our, our measure of right is, is the all of a sudden, uh, overnight success benchmark yeah. that took yeah. 11 years to, to build that's the thing right so it's it's especially like say from in my bubble like say like you know tech startups and things like that like you always look at the facebook's and things like that and like that becomes a benchmark right and um i was thinking about the other day where you know if you go on like tech news publications you know tech vibes and tech Crunch and things like that you see the the, the, the amazing stories and they, they raised all this money and they got all this press and they're just, you know, skyrocketing to the moon. So you hold yourself to that. And I almost, I almost yeah. want to compare it to, you know, when you grow up and you, you know, you look at magazines of good looking people and then like they say it's unhealthy because that's, you kind of have this image of like, that's what you're supposed to be yeah. like. Mm-hmm. And I feel like business can be the same where you look at like, we're almost looking at this magazine of all these like hyper successful companies that exploded in, in two years and yeah. then we go like well that's this benchmark that's right that's and how I it's unhealthy it. right so yeah. they should highlight more of like the fact that it is such a grind behind it well and that is the opportunity mm-hmm. really so there's a there's one of our podcasts where where i talked about being 100 percent responsible for what it is that you're up to and when when i'm 100 percent responsible for my commitment that that, that people who listen to this, for example, get uh, that, that what we're dealing with is something that everybody deals with. And, that, and this is a thing that we learned and discovered that works to, to, to resolve that mm-hmm. uh, versus making it look and sound like we've got all of our shit together. Absolutely. That doesn't, that doesn't, whereas not me, me, I'm not being responsible. We're not being responsible for, for what it is that we're committed to and what it is that, it, what it takes to actually do that thing. Right. And I, I would dare to say that 
we're, you're, you or we are, would be missing out on, on the opportunity for our own growth Absolutely. if we're sitting here just bullshitting the whole time about how great And we wouldn't feel world. good about it. No. We, it's yeah. like people with two Instagram accounts. You know, they have their like public Instagram accounts where it's <laughs> like everything is perfect. And then they have their like real with their friends Instagram account, right? And it's, yeah. it's just... It's, yeah, it's a, it's a silly story. And we'll hold on to it because we've made it significant, more significant than it needs to be. And it becomes we will part die of our ego. It. Yeah, we'll die by it. Now, listen, I need to I need to protect this side of my life. So, so what made you, for in terms of your writing um, and going back and going, okay, I have this story in my head for uh, you know two decades where I'm a bad writer. What what triggered you to go? Okay, wait a second, this might not be true. Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I have this this covert passion I've got two covert passions I'm I'm fascinated by written word right. and and really well written stories I love stories and I I secretly love singing but I don't actually do any singing it's like one of those things that's like oh if only right right and both of those uh, are so tightly connected I didn't even realize how tightly connected they were until I started to look. And so the work that I do on a regular basis is to always be looking at, um, am I doing, and it actually came from what, what do I want to spend my time um, creating? I'm a creative person. I, I, I'm part of a creative agency, but I don't do the traditional creative that comes in that role anymore, haven't for a while. So what is that for me? So so the, the podcast was was a version of it. I, I played with my own video logging and there was something missing. I wanted to create something that was more meaningful and uh, and and took more time to to create. So it was the exact opposite of what Vaynerchuk would say, document, don't create. I'm like, well, <laughs> But there was a piece missing. There was a piece missing for me in that space. So I collapsed. It's like, okay, there's no creation, which is what we do. We go from one extreme to the other. Right. So how do I find my balance? And and it just I just allowed it to show up. And and then listening to his name is Rudy Francisco. He did a a poem. It was um, televised on Jimmy Fallon. Okay. And it was moving. Like, right. It was inspiring. Power like, of storytelling. Fuck, and I, I want to I wanna do something like that. Mm -hmm. And then there was uh, one that ATB did with a, uh, a local poet from Edmonton. And, and that was inspiring. Like it, it all just kind of started to show up because I was looking for Right, because your you eyes know, are open and all of a sudden it's... Yeah. Now it's there. And so now I'm exploring it. And I've, I've been sharing it with, with a few people. Vern's heard it. And, uh, and then there's a, a local artist, a musician who's been quiet in the background for 15 years. He's starting to come out and he was here for a client appreciation night. Oh, and, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, and and there was something, he, he, he sounds like, um, he's got a, a flavor of bare naked ladies almost okay. a little bit. Uh, and, and I talked to him about it. I shared it with him and he's, he's like, well, this is, this is really great. So I guess you can kind of kill that story about not being a writer right um i don't know can i like yeah. it's still there for me right yeah um, but we're collaborating on it now we're going to play around tomorrow evening on it speaking of it still being there for you and you had said some something earlier that struck a chord for me where you'd said um i have all these things that are holding me back like why do i have all this shit that's holding me back 
that's a super valuable inquiry. And it's, it, I think it takes something to even get to that level Absolutely. to discover your own bullshit about yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, where did that come from? And why do I think that? Why do I think I'm not good enough? Or why do I, you know, it's really, really important. And then you go through and you start talking to other people and you start sharing your stuff and they go, wow, this is really good. And you're like, wait, what, me? Right? Like you still don't let us. You'll never, you'll never completely own it until you completely own it. Yeah. Right. But that's it, the journey. it's continuing to do the work that's going to get you there. I was actually just listening to, uh, I'll have to look up the girl's name, but I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast and she's, uh, sort of accidentally became this superstar musician because uh, she didn't like to perform in front of people. She liked to record and she liked to sing. And um, she said that she actually still gets like nauseous. She can't sleep. She gets cold sweats two weeks before she goes on tour. Two weeks. Up until like all the way. She can't even sleep. And then she's like, it's literally not until I'm on stage where I go, oh yeah, right. I love this fucking job. This is like the best thing ever. And it like lights her up and she's like, I just can't put myself to that place where I'm confident and excited and ready to go before I just get sick. So wait, <laughs> you're saying that we're all dealing with this same thing. It doesn't matter what your bank account looks like. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. I think that people who, who say, no, no, I'm on fire all the time. I mean, Tony Robbins, if you really knew the guy, he would tell you, yeah, no, he has to, that's why he has those regiments to get himself right, to get his mind right. Cause we're all human beings and we all have bullshit. I can't remember who said it. I think I might have been speaking with Aaron, uh, and he was talking about an, an experience. No, no, it was Tony. So he, uh, super inspiring guy, and he knows some pretty incredible people. He actually hung around, hung out with the Dalai Lama in Vancouver, and seven drinks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to your point, like there was some sort of uh, event, something or other that he had to go to, and he's like. I don't want to do that. Like, I, I just don't want to go anywhere. I, I want to sit here and I want to have my tea. Right. Mm-hmm. So even the Dalai Lama says, I'm done for right now. Or I, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not where I want to be or where you want me to be in order to do that thing. And it's okay. Like that, that is the power is always in our control. That's the thing that I'm getting. I get to choose. Right. I get to dictate what my uh, time, energy, and attention is is uh, going towards. And holy smokes, does it come in like those things, those urgent things that that want to carve that time out uh, and and have me feel like uh, there's there's something that I didn't do and I feel bad and I end up going down this rabbit hole. So I got to hold it with so much intentional integrity. That nothing can compromise whatever it is that I set out for myself to do. Because there is something all the time that is vying for that mm-hmm. attention. And we justify it so quickly that, oh, okay, well, I'll just do that thing yeah. later. But I think that, you know, you're talking about, you know, say Tony Robbins and, and even Dalai Lama and things like that. Where you, I think that that's the, I don't want to say old school, uh, but it's it's kind of like the old way of doing things where it was, you're, you're portraying this perfect image all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that... Um, it's we're, we're slowly as a society taking a step towards like this you know this podcast which you guys are doing um, that's 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 the new thing hmm. where um, it, with vlogging and even with Gary Vee and things like that where it's kind of like no no, no show the um, and, and they're not all 100% you, but, but you show the realness of the process show Absolutely. the realness of, mm. of going through it that's that is new that's a new thing that wasn't around at least it was it's hard to find even a decade ago right um 
you know, because it was, you know, you could find motivational speakers, but oh, it's super polished yeah, right. and, you know, like in terms of like, no, 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 this is, these are my ups and, ups and downs and this is what I'm going through. And I think that you're seeing it in the new age of, you know, whether that's, that's YouTube or podcasts or things mm-hmm. that you're not seeing it from say like Hollywood and the, the true, you know, air quotes, mainstream media, they're still very much in that super polished mode Oh yeah, and they'll probably have to, to, to die out over time because I mean, you can't, you know, you can't be Brad Pitt and be like, um, I'm just going to start a vlog and show you, you know, that not all my days are great and <laughs> all my moments are, you know, like those people are just kind of stuck in terms of what, what it used to be like. And I think that, the, you know, that the new generation is going to really kind of open things up a bit more. Right? Well, and to your point, have you been on Will Smith's yeah. YouTube channel? Yeah, but that's that's one of the rare people that can actually do that right that can actually like but that's the access and uh and that's the the cool thing is uh he stopped putting so much energy and this was his words he stopped putting so much energy in in constantly trying to be will smith right the character the character who you expect yeah what 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 the expectation of will smith is on camera um and and you can only look at jim carrey man yeah you can only do that for so long before before something shifts either a breakdown and, and now you're plastered all over uh, the, the National Enquirer because you had a breakdown and you shaved your head. Right. Or, yeah. uh, or some, some other ridiculous story that's manufactured just to capture a headline. And that's the key thing, manufactured. The reality of it is, in the public eye, you can't win either, either way. No, because there's lose. people who are motivated by putting their twist or their interpretation on whatever it is that's going on. So, hey, Jim Carrey's going crazy because he had this yeah. interview where he said, we're all nothing. And what he's... What I see is not a crazy person. What I see is a guy who's like elated by the discovery of like, holy shit, my whole life's been bullshit. My whole life's been a made up story of this comedian called Jim Carrey, who, who, who was going to be the greatest entertainer of all time. And I realized that, holy crap, I've actually been playing in a story, in a script called Jim Carrey's life. Yeah. You know, that's fucking mind And he doesn't take away from the impact that he had. No, people. not at all. Like, it's not a negative him, thing. You know, going to that route, like, say, say to Jim Carrey and Will Smith, like, going to that, to get, no, I'm going to give you guys access, and I'm going to be real, I'm going to show you my ups and downs, that actually, um, that empowers you in a sense of, like, even for those, those kind of A-type celebrities where um, it makes it harder for you know, the TMZs and, and the scandals yeah. and things like, cause you're just like, I'm not, I'm not hiding anything Dude, and I'm talking already, about, him, you so, know, yeah, versus like, Oh, he looked bad one day. Then it's going to be like, you know, stories everywhere. No, you can't, he looks, you know, he, he, he shows what he looks like in the morning on the pod, on the, 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 the vlog. So it, it takes away that, that power. Absolutely. There's nothing to hide. That's why I'm so attracted to people like, uh, Joe Rogan or, uh, Bill Burr is like one of my favorite comedians. I don't know if you ever heard of this guy. Yeah. But when he does, he has a podcast, and when he does his advertising, he he does it his own way. He reads their script literally verbatim. He's like, "All right, keywords," and then he'll start reading out the keywords. And he's like, "Tell people how you've had an experience with meundies and how they." He's like, "Fuck, I don't even own any of these meundies, right?" Like he's like, "The only reason I own these things is because you guys sent them to me," you know? He's or like breaking the fourth wall or fifth ladder. Yeah, and, and and he's like, and, and he'll like read, uh, uh, you know, like somebody will slam him for some joke he made, and he'll be like, "Oh." you know I lost respect for you because of this joke or whatever he's like guys these are jokes and you know what if you don't want to listen to my podcast I don't give a fuck go away you know what I mean like I don't care and uh, Joe Rogan is the same way where he's like yeah you know they wanted me to do this or that or whatever like he's the type of guy that literally he does 
what Joe wants to do. He does it the way that he wants to do it. That's why he does his podcast. He does his UFC thing. He does his comedy. And then anytime anybody approaches him about something outside of that, he really takes time to consider it. He's like, yeah, they offered me a lot of money to do this thing. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to travel. I don't want to go to New Zealand. I don't want to be away from my family. No, I don't want to do it. And he just turned it away. It's, it's, his his story has been an interesting one in terms of like, we, um, for somebody that didn't follow it, like, you know, I, I remember him from like Fear Factor and things yeah. like that. <laughs> and then you, you know, I kind of rediscovered him only a few years ago and you're like, well, what happened? <laughs> like, who is this, this yeah. same person where it's, it's like, it's such a different. Yeah, you have a story. Yeah, holding, he's, yeah. he's hunting yeah. elk and he's doing, you know, jujitsu and he's got all these tattoos and he's got a podcast and you're like, what? I didn't, you know, what's funny. I, I watched UFC for years and I watched Fear Factor and all that. I didn't know Joe Rogan was on a sitcom in the 90s. I didn't know Joe Rogan was a fucking comedian since 1989. I didn't know. I didn't even know he was a comedian. Uh, that wasn't the image that was put yeah, out there. I had no idea. I was like, what? Joe Rogan's a comedian. Then I saw him on stage and I'm, it was kind of funny, but I'm like, it was so weird because yeah. I'm like, I couldn't but picture him up. Yeah. Yeah. You're like an ass kicker and like a commentator. And I, you know, I didn't get it. It was so funny. Well, and that's the things that we get to then unravel again, being responsible for. If we, if we choose to go a certain path and, and it is not necessarily something that we, we want 100%, but we go through with it anyways, uh, down the road at some point, there's another decision to be made. Right. And then you get to be responsible for the impact that that, that shift happens uh, and the perception of a marketplace, you know, whatever that might be. Uh, and, and you get to play cleanup sometimes too, right? right. So, so Joe Rogan, now he's and here's the here's the beauty in that when you put it on the table like when you're really willing to just put it all on the table completely vulnerable completely transparent like this is what i was doing this is now what i am doing i'm not interested in doing that or it's changed or whatever like there's yeah. the or here are the lessons i learned it, yeah it's right. clean it, it, people get the transition they're like oh okay i get it so you're this right. now right. versus trying to still maintain a facade of some sort yeah. To, to hold this and hold this and hold this and then wonder why. But people resonate with the, the genuine, the clean more than any other time. I think, I think like because of social media, because of everything, like our, our nose for bullshit, yeah, our nose, so it, exactly. Like for anything that's not genuine, like even like a, a pose or anything where like somebody's kind of trying to force an image or something like that, we can just, everybody has this amazing mm. detection of it now. It's, it's crazy. Right. So like whenever there's something that's actually genuine, people are like, Oh, like your 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 interest yeah, is yeah. looking for it and yeah. to your point that that's the trick because the person who's about to step out and say okay i'm just going to be straight right now right i'm going to do this i'm going to make this vlog or i'm going to tell everybody i've been a character for however many years the trick is actually doing it yeah because that's where the power lies that's where the impact is and then you, you can't act, fake it because yeah, people can can th- pick it up like that's that. it that's yeah. it they can tell like okay are you you're you're bullshitting your authenticity i don't know like, <laughs> i can tell you're full of shit right now oh man yeah and i think that's why i haven't done any any vlogging recently because there's there's every time i turn the camera on it's like the expectation is right there yeah okay so is this going to be like good that's it though right no one says you have to do a vlog every day every week every month do it when you're inspired by it and for no other reason than just to do it in fact that's why i haven't po- i posted yesterday on instagram for the first time in probably months i haven't been, i haven't made videos it's like i want to be lit up and inspired by what i'm doing 
You know what I mean? And realizing for myself that that's actually possible, that I can be up to something that I'm inspired by and actually pulled into action by it. And that's, that's kind of the area that I'm spending my time right now in, in, in discovering. I, I used to spend a lot of time in like frantic energy. Like I got to do something, I got to do something, I got to do something. And for no other reason than I got to do something, yeah, yeah. right? And now I'm like really just searching for what really inspires me, what lights me up and, and who am I? Before I go out there and like portray something, what am I portraying? Am I portraying an image? Am I trying to live up to something or am I being who I am? And then like, who is that? <laughs> right? So before I go out and do a vlog, just do a vlog, I want to be inspired by it. Yeah. I think, I think you have to walk a, a line because for example, for, for the uh, podcast, I'm sure you guys are like, hey, every week it's good for us to kind of, uh, because you, how do you walk that line between like, okay, I want to be creative. So I want to do it when I'm inspired. Mm. But at the same time, it's kind of like the reality is that like your audience, you yeah. know, for you to connect with them, they, they do want to hear from you on a regular basis, right? You gotta honor. Right. So I think, I think it goes back to like, at least for me, uh, even only it's just 10 weeks of doing it, um, <laughs> figure out a way to have fun with it right. and enjoy it will make you want to get to that table every day. Yeah. So said another, another way would be, how do I get inspired then? Right. Like if I feel like I, I'm compelled that's a better to do, context, yeah, actually. if I'm compelled to do a vlog, then how do I get inspired by it? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's versus for, just doing it for the sake of doing it. Yeah. Then yeah. It, it's going to show through and absolutely you know, we're going to, yeah. And I actually do want to, uh, presence the time cause I'm not sure what your intention was for today, but uh, we're getting close to 40 minutes. Right. I think if that's, yeah, I, 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 had no real expectations. I think with uh, the dynamic of more than more than just two people, mm. you get to create a little bit more space. Yeah, I'm all over it. Yeah, um, you know um, me, I could talk all day. Yeah, yeah, you got that. <laughs> the edits are huge. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm actually sitting here and being conscious of my voice, of the words that are coming out of my <laughs> mouth. I'm just like giving you guys space because I, I, we talked about this on Friday with Heather. I have a I have like this energetic pull to fill space. Right. Mm. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because you want to, you know, it's nice to fill the it's gaps. A good banter. But, but I had somebody tell me a while ago, uh, years ago, where um, I was early in doing business. I would, you know, there was somebody that came to visit us, like a client, and he was a big talker. And I guess I was trying to be a big talker. And mm. and somebody pulled me aside. And, I, you know, it was, it was candid advice. So I took it and I appreciate it. But it was essentially like, Stop trying to just wait for the next person to speak so that you can speak. Actually, mm. listen. And and that's hard because sometimes when you're somebody that likes to talk. Mm. Oh, that's a, that's a good, I mean, yeah. The key distinction that most people probably don't realize is that listening is a skill. We can hear shit. Right. But listening it's is a different. skill. Right. It's totally different. Well, and that's what actually makes the conversation make a difference versus... Uh, taking turns to say what's on your mind, you're actually contributing to whatever it is that that, that other individual is going through, is looking for, um, is is inspired by, is grappled grappling with, like whatever it is. There there there's just a different way to connect now, and and that's the opportunity I see all the time that's missing, and I get to hold that space for somebody, right. I, I am that person who will listen for what it is that they are going through and, and looking for, or maybe I'm not even sure what they're looking for, but I can hear it. And then I can voice that back to them and they get to 
deal with whatever shows up for them when it's now like front and center for them, right? Like this thing that, oh my God, in my head. What also makes a big difference for them though, because most people, I think at the end of the day, they just want to be heard and they want to be gotten. Yep. And the, the world is so busy and there's so much going on and so many people want a piece of the action in terms of, hey, here I am, right? That just an authentic conversation and someone's listening is super valuable. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Every time I'm speaking to somebody, something from that one piece, and it's actually called Dreams Now, the, the first slam poet piece. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, it is three minutes worth of what it is that we're all grappling with. Like a, just a different context around what it is that we're all grappling with. And every single time I have a conversation with somebody, it reminds me of what it is that that got channeled through through me on a piece of paper that I now get to share with with whoever wants to hear it, right? Whoever's ready to hear it. I've referred back to that multiple times, yeah. like just conversations with my wife in the kitchen. And again, that anxiety of like, I want this and I want it now. I said, <laughs> she probably doesn't like it very much, but I'm like, babe, these things, they take time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you when I'm ready. I like <laughs> Oh no! In all honesty, it's gone through some iterations, and and on Monday, we're gonna we're actually gonna do some documenting. So Allison's gonna join me. We're gonna meet with Chris, and, and we're gonna put this to a little bit of sound now. Oh, Chris. some guitar. Oh, cool. So it, it's it's like, man, I'm I'm busting this box wide open. That's awesome. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Like for for it's so cool to hear that you're going back to writing. Like, um, for me, I I. I have a similar boat where I didn't think I was a, a good writer, um, but I think you can kind of look for for advantages or, or uniqueness. Like for me, because you know, English, or French is my first language, English is my second language. But I, I left uh, Quebec when I was like grade seven, and then I came here. So it's like my French isn't. You know, I'm kind of like in the middle, right? So like, it's not like my my English writing isn't that that elaborate um that's a big word for me like, <laughs> like, um but then i think I, I use it to my advantage because in my even like say for marketing and my copy and everything like that um i never tried to go too fancy or too professional or too whatever i just end up Keep it simple, super simple and candid and it actually ended up being a good voice because it just seemed very direct and to the point and it was actually out of necessity just because that was my my, and that's your my strength. ability, right? So. Ironically, what your perceived weakness is, yeah. is also your strength. Right. You know what's so funny? You guys are actually, this is the development that comes with the podcast. You guys are hitting a chord for me right now. And it's that, you mentioned this years ago to me, but that that's the an innocence. There's an innocence mm -hmm. about your language that, right. that people can get. And it's the same for me. In my industry, financial services, and I do that because, I air quotes, because I'm, I'm just... I have a bit, a bit of a different twist on how I think of the, the industry, but um, it's all about image. Right. And all of my mentors and people who coach me are like, oh, you got to speak like this and you got to dress like this and you got to offer these services. Right. And I'm like looking at that and I'm like, you know what? I have an innocence about the way that I do business and about the way that my practice works. And I'm now empowered and inspired to follow that as opposed to live up to that image yeah because 
it's a facade anyway. It's it bullshit. Is, yeah. Right? And the world is so big too. Is that like, you know, whether it's this podcast or anything you're doing, you're like, you know, you, you said earlier, am I doing this right? And Bingo. it's like to, yeah. to who? Because the world is so big. The audience is too big. Like you might be doing right for one group, mm-hmm. but you're doing it wrong for another. So just do it right the way you want to do it. And then you're going to find yeah. that, that work. You're right. going to find that, that group of people that, that resonate. And there's other people that won't, but it's, I think that's part of the process of that acceptance that you will not please everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. So do it your way where you're pleasing yourself. And then there's some people who are going to click with that. That's a Albert Einstein quote. The, the best way to predict the future is to create it. Right. So really when I say, am I doing this right? All right really is, is an interpretation of some other person's image that they're portraying. Right, exactly. So it's like, I'm not even getting the truth anyway, and then I'm creating a story out of that non-truth. And it's dictating what you do. Yeah, and that's, exactly, and I'm not just taking my own, my own path that I'm inspired by. Because that would be right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. You guys are really smart. I know, right? (laughs) Don't know. Well, um, looking at the time, I think we'll wrap it up. Sure. This was awesome, Nicholas. Thank yeah, you so much for having me. It was awesome for coming out. Mm-hmm. It was cool. I think um, I think we need to have more uh, like other people, you know, on the podcast. Not that we, you know, yeah. aren't I mean, we're interesting great. to we're listen great. to. Her, <laughs> it's always valuable to get perspective. Yeah, uh, and uh, shit, man. Some of the stuff that you said, the stuff that I was grappling with yesterday, just looking at my writing, going, man. Who's gonna like this? Or I'd I'd list watch uh, read comments about other people posting their 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 poems and stuff and the and the feedback on them. I'm like oh my god, yeah, I, don't, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that shit. <laughs> um, but the reality is, there's something there for me, and 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 it will resonate with with somebody. Somebody, yeah. and and in the end, it's it's my creative exploration. I'm doing it for that reason, for no other mm-hmm. reason other than that. And uh, and it, the, your comments just grounded that for me and reminded That's me. That's what I'm here life. for. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people find uh, Nicholas' work? Where can they find your vlog? And uh, so uh, go to uh, YouTube slash Helsum. That's H-E-L-C-I-M, my mother, dot com. And just press that subscribe button. Um, and then you'll get some great content every week. So awesome. awesome. We'll have a great Sunday and we'll see you next week. Thanks guys. Adios.